Let's read this scripture and then we'll pick a story and talk about a story in the light of what we're going to be doing for the next 21 days. Amen. Isaiah 61 and verse 1 to 4. Isaiah 61 verse 1 to 4. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. Wow. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord like this year is acceptable unto the Lord for us. And the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. There shall be great comfort in this season. Now any, any prophetic word you hear, make sure you don't keep quiet. I would be. Make sure you, walk, you don't keep quiet. Hallelujah. At this church here, they can be too quiet. At Tukwe's church, can be too quiet. Rima's church be very very quiet i want to i want you to increase your hallelujah to console those who mourn in zion to give them beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they may be called trees of righteousness the plantings of the lord that he may be glorified and the last verse says and they shall rebuild the old range and they shall raise up the former dissolutions and they shall repair the rain cities the dissolutions of many generations you can have time when you get home to read the entire chapter very very powerful and prophetic chapter hallelujah to jesus now this was being said about our lord jesus christ and how do we know that it was about him in luke chapter number four let's go there and we're going to read from the verse number 16. It's called the Messianic Prophetic Assignment. Hallelujah. In the book of Luke, Jesus confirms it. That this was about me. Luke chapter 4 and verse number... Let's take from verse 16 to help us. And so he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue. That is why he must not miss church service in this season. Hallelujah. Every service in this season is marked with something unique that will build you to your ultimate expression of glory. So you don't have to miss any service. And Jesus Christ had a custom of going to church. It was his custom. And not just going to church, he was busy in church doing something. This year, maybe be serviceable. This year, learn to serve. Hallelujah. If you don't serve, you miss out on so many things. But I pray that grace has come for you for that. All right. And he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set the liberty, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Now, you realize he stopped here. It doesn't mean that was the end. When the Holy Ghost came, it's continued. So, we are in the season of those things we read in Isaiah, the last portions of it. And one of them there is said, beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for heaviness. It's a season of abundance. I need to understand some truth here. When you don't know God's truth about your life, you accept any truth as reality. 
When you don't know the truth about your life, you can accept anything, anything. Bibia komao. So nim no cry a fawa brabo one de be catro be a wujitum. And trobia no cray or wasumu. Benemi bompai mouse and trobia to be chao Jesus demo. May you receive the truth in your spirit, man. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now the truth of your life is this. Adam was not created into scarcity or need. Now remember that these 21 days of our fasting, we are focusing on abundance, prosperity. Therefore, before I go further, for those of you that think that the church has become a prosperity preaching gospel of prosperity. Yes, I know there are excesses. But the reality is this, there must always be a balance in the kingdom. You have to understand that all that Jesus Christ did, you see, it's like a gift. You have to unwrap it and see all the details in that box. And so jesus christ is a gift given to you in that box in that box jesus the box is named jesus in the box is christ and christ is truth and truth have truths he said that i am the way the truth and the life and he comes and says that when the spirit of truth, not the spirit of truths, when the spirit of truths shall come, he shall lead you into all truths. It means that in truth are truths. And it is the spirit of truth that leads you into the details of truth. So there's truth about your healing. There's truth about marital peace. There's truth about prosperity in business. There's truth about academic excellence. There's truth about every area of your life. And you have to open up yourself for the spirit of God to lead you into all these aspects of truth. Note this. As soon as you lay hold on the truth, you have freedom. But until truth has come, you are free, but you are not free. Praise the name of Jesus. I'm sure you've heard this story of two dogs that were, were chained and then food was placed before them just some few distance not too much to their rich hallelujah now one was released immediately and then the other one he was still in chains and what they did was that when they put the food there the dog quickly with excitement wants to eat the food and so he just jumps and as he jumps as he's getting close to the plate he's limited by the chain and they kept doing that, kept doing that to the dog. Now it got to a time when they bring the food, the dog doesn't bother to move because he knows he's in chains. And then they remove the chains. So now he's set free. He's been unleashed. Then they put the food there. He didn't move. They had removed the chain, the physical chain that was on his neck, but his mind was changed, chained to the pole. And there are a lot of us that Jesus Christ has broken us out of bondage but there's a need for us to break our minds from the bondage that the bondage kept our minds in that is where truths become a reality that's why you come to church church is a place where by the holy ghost we begin to open your eyes to see that you are free from sickness you are free from this you are free from that and when you come to know it huh, the liberty you had from sin 
you now begin to express that liberty in all these other areas of your life. Now, this is what explains why you can see a believer who speaks in tongues, but every now and then is sick. Yes, he's a believer. The chain has been removed, but he needs to come into a reality, into um, a communion with the truth that Christ took care of your health as well. And that's why you also see somebody who can pray so much. He prays so much, prays so much, prays so much, but it's difficult for the person to give. It's interesting. It means that person is praying so much, but his prayer needs some tutorials. Because you cannot pray and not lose self. So if you are praying so much and it's still difficult for you to let go of self, it means you are doing a ritual, not a relationship. And you need truth in that area. Oh, you see a great man of God. Very anointed. If he stands here to prophesy right now, he will mention all the names of a great grandfather. But his hand cannot be withheld from slapping the wife. He needs truth to be a good husband. So, people of God, until Christ comes, we will keep going into a tour with a tour guide called the Holy Ghost where he begins to show us all the truth because we must keep getting free until when he shall appear in his glory and we shall be perfected. Shout amen to that. So people of God, Adam was not created into scarcity. No, 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 no. no. According to the book of Genesis chapter number 2 and verse 7 says, and then and God formed man out of the dust of the ground and then he breathed into his nostrils and uh, he became a living soul. He didn't leave him there. He now planted a garden in the eastward of Aden and placed him there. People of God, in that garden, everything that man will ever need was in that place. All the food you eat was there. All the water, clothing, everything was there. Recreation activities, everything was there. Everything was inside there. Everything was there. But in chapter, the same chapter, God warned him that the day you shall touch this tree or eat thereof you shall die in other words you'll be disconnected from your source of abundance and you shall walk in scarcity the abundance was so much that it affected his health he couldn't die too early in fact he wasn't aging until he left the garden but in chapter 3 we realized that he went against God's word and then the first thing you see that happened was that the covering of God which was man's original garment was taken away and they saw that they were naked and then from that day, man began economics, managing scarce resources. The fact that Adam was managing scarce resources does not mean that God created man to be in scarcity. Now, Jesus Christ came back on the scene to do, for lack of better expression, a reversal, but it's much more than a reversal. What he came to do was an upgrade. Oh, no, much more than an upgrade. It is something that was God's original intention. So he said that he became poor. That you and I will become rich. So just as when Adam was created from the dust of the ground. And he received the breath of life. Became a living soul. And then was positioned in the garden. In the same vein. If any man be in Christ. He is a new what? Creation. It means that you are born again. And when you are born again. You are not left there. You are also transported. So Colossians says that. He has transported us. 
Wajiyeng. And wasayiyeng. Wajiyeng. And wajiyeng. So we have been saved and then been transported. Just as Adam was transported, okay, from the place of creation to the place of abundance in the same vein, when you came to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, it is not just an escape from hell. And for your information, salvation is not escape from hell. Salvation is reconciliation to your original purpose. I'm going somewhere with this. Are you following me? Praise God. Salvation not escape hell. So there are people that say that I was sent uh, on my deathbed, then I will accept Christ. What about if you can't open your mouth? What happened? Praise God. So as soon as you accepted Jesus Christ, you were reconciled to God, and then you were also brought into a garden. You've brought into a garden of abundance. You've been brought into a place not of scarcity. You've been brought into a place of abundance. Abundance. That's what God's word says. Hallelujah. But you see something. As I said earlier on. You can only walk in what you know. Now the know here is not just information. But the know here is you coming to a certain revelation. Of what has been exposed to you. That is the reason for the fasting and prayer. The fasting and prayer is to deal with your flesh, give your spirit ascendancy and reception and capacity to embrace what God has for you. So that you move from reading it in the Bible to men reading it on you. So you'll be saying, that, oh, that when Jesus Christ came, he brought me to abundance and yet you're asking for coins. But men will see the prosperity in your life. They don't have to talk it. When they see you, they see abundance. Now, we are waiting on the Lord to access this key. That's what we are going to do. Praise God. Now, note this. You were created for a purpose. I'm created for a purpose. I didn't hear from the church here. Can I hear from here too? The wise church, can I hear from there? And then my church, my church. Hallelujah. Now, you might be asking, so pastor, what's my purpose? Actually, um, um, you are created for God. You are not created for yourself. You're not created to marry. You're not created to have a job. You're not created to give birth. You're not created to be a pastor. You're not created to be a businessman. You were created for God. And this is the reason, no matter what you achieve on this earth, if you have not been fulfilled with Christ, you are still empty. You are made for God. As simple as that. Every other thing you are doing must be in that light. If it's not in that light, it will bring dissatisfaction to you. You were made for God. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, neighbor. My, neighbor. my neighbor. Let there be some sadness. Say, my neighbor. Let me see you. Say, my neighbor. my neighbor. You were created for God, not for you. If you were created for marriage, say you would die and leave your husband or your wife when the time is up. If your wife or your husband is for you, when you die, 
They should add him. Then you go together. If your children are for you, and that's why you were created for, then when you are leaving, they should pack all the children, arrange them, and bury all of you. If you are created for a car, like what I saw in a, in a, a video from Nigeria, a rich man, I think he gave a order that when he's dying, he should put him in his limousine and bury him. That's a waste. If you were created for academics, how come you see these great men? They have professorship, but that certificate, the son can't use it. Everything that you have access to on this earth, God allowed you to have it so that his purpose, which is you for him, can be expressed through them. So when men look at your marriage, they see God. They look at your business, they see God. They look at your academics, they see God. God must be seen in everything that he gives me here on earth. If God is not seen in it, I'm below purpose. And that's why it does not make sense. If you have been married and no child has come, you feel life is over. Life is much more than that. Oh, like our young ones. The guy broke your heart. Oh, I don't deserve to live again. If you do that, you're not wise. So your mother carried you for nine months. And on the ninth month was screaming. Squeezing your father's palm. Slapping where it's needed. You still didn't come. She went on break. They gave her water. For second half. And she tried again. And if God doesn't help you. And you meet a. a, a, a what, what they call him. A midwife who doesn't respect anybody. Insulted her on top. And then you came out. Nobody pulled more like you. They bought all kinds of diapers. Wipes. Maybe in your time it was not never uh -huh. Mommy will be awake washing. She did all of that. They took you to school, kindergarten, university. Then you can sum up all this sacrifice. That life is useless because one fool told you I can't go along with you. And then you, you, you kill yourself? I wish I was one receiving those that commit suicide. Do I will slap you? No. Look at the picture. There is nothing in this world that is of any value to your life. You know your value? Your value is the blood of Jesus. It took God to come down and die for you. That's your value. No employer can pay you much more to your value. Nobody. Nobody. Thank you, sir. Boom. Hallelujah. No, what I'm saying is a very serious matter. If you don't have this mentality, you'll be, you'll be angry about nonsense. you just be doing your life. Your life is too precious than money.
Brother, we have not seen you in church for the past one month. Yes, sir. What's happening? It's well, sir. If it's well, then come to the well. <laughs> Since our things are not working, so I've given up on life. <laughs> I will slap you first before I talk to you. No, look at, look at all that your mother went through. Look at what your father went through. At least I'm a father too. I know how much those, those people have taken. Those brethren. And they don't care whether you have or not. They believe you can do anything. One time I went somewhere with Josiah and mommy and then he saw a car for children. Car was quite heavy. I saw the price quickly as I moved my eyes at that time. And then he came to him. He just sat on a thing. He was looking around. Mommy said, we'll come later. Brian Tiasia came to the daddy, buy it for me. That buy it for me. That day when I stood at that, you know how much was in my pocket? He doesn't care. All he knows is that you're my father and you can go further. <laughs> so get it for me. And I made an error to tell him, I'll buy it for you. Um, I gave a date. <laughs> Thinking the brother had forgotten. After a week, he said, Daddy, my car. <laughs> he believes you can supply. And I think some of you, there are things you did to your parents, God, that we, we can't even talk about. Stubbornness. Stubbornness. Kwame. Jessica. Tell me, I mean, call me, feel like I'm a call. No, if some of you should go into your past and check you very well. Those days, my uncle, when he whips me, I also take the other ship him back. You ship a ship, ship a ship. Then you grab my two hands and deal with me very well. May I cry, I ship you some. And here am I standing here, being listened to by you. And I'll look at all these these great people, my parents, my great men and women of God and then because a sister said won't go again he said me too I'll not live again no you were not created for that you were created for God you were made for God the way your shape is is for God not for any man the way your height is is for God not for any man God knows that this height you have it will express glory more and God knows that the color you have, it is the right color. Uh, why art thou sremu? Oh, brighting color. Oh, hell ready. Amino. Are you blessed this morning? There's a way you like your shed being ironed, right? Pastor Basi, it's the way you like it. It's where I like my own being ironed. I feel he has way eyes and shirt. One, two, I'm an And two, my crown to German and to Nadia. Everybody here have a way to do their things. If I walk into my mom's kitchen, there's a way she puts her things. One thing she hates, you took something from here, then you drop it here. Doesn't matter if you just newly came to the house, she'll be addressed. You don't do that. My dad, he puts his book here, then he sets a trap. Now you come and meet that this handkerchief is here and you thought that you saw where it was and you put it back after looking at the book. He will come back and call you. 
this has moved an inch backwards. Why did you touch it? You have a way. You want your things done. Is that not so? So God has a way that he wants his things done. That's how he made you the way you are. So celebrate what you have and realize that you were not created and fashioned out for yourself. You were created for God. That is where fulfillment is. That's the reason I'm stressing on this. I keep repeating examples there because I want to remember that point. I was not made for me. I was made for him. Now, because you now know or your knowing has been well established in that reality that you are made for him and God likes, he has a way he does his things. It means that when it comes to your abundance, you have to go his way. If you don't go his way, you don't become what he wants you to be. There's the way of men and the way of God. There's a way that seemeth right unto men, but that way does not lead to the fullness of what God has for you. And there's a way that it doesn't seem it is the way. It gets you to where exactly God wants you to be. People of God, everybody in this life is either walking on one of the ways or the other way. You are either walking the way of God when it comes to relationship with people or walking the way of man. So the way of man tells you, if he offends you, offend him back. If he insults you, insult him back. If he do you, do him so. Hallelujah. Oh, pastor, what brother Nandu did to me on Thursday, I will never forgive him over my dead body. Even if God comes down, I'm going to forgive him. Wow, that's the way of man. And the way of God, even before he offends, forgive. Ah, pastor, but that is so hard. Uh, that is an error to say it's hard. Say, I decide not to. Because if you are born of God, God's DNA is in you. So it is rather easy for you to forgive than not to forgive. If you find it difficult to forgive, it means that you are not walking the consciousness of who you are. You are not an angry man trying to learn patience. You are a patient man. Learn how to express the patience. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Oh, this is my temperament. No. Your temperament is Christ's temperament. That is what you have on the inside of you. So every person in business, that's why you hear some believers who say this thing, and it shocks me. You know, when it comes to business, say, no, 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 no. Let's put God aside. Hey. No, how do you put somebody aside who can't be put aside? Because even you trying to put him aside, you are in him. So how do you put him aside? See, it doesn't make sense. As the Bible says, only a fool. I said, there's no God. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's only a fool. I said, there's no God. How can we put God aside? Amen. So there's a way of God. And there's a way of men. This abundance we are talking about is not the type the world is seeing. By the mercy of God, Bill Gates is prospering. By the mercy of God. By the mercy of God, Warren Buffett is prospering. Any person who is not born again prospers by the mercy of God. The mercy of God has captured in it some power of God to do some things for even those that have not accepted Jesus Christ. Ah, if the sun and the moon was just for those that have Jesus, I don't know how the world would be like. So it means that when you are born again, God will create a part of the world and put sun there, then the rest will go in darkness. No. Your God is so loving and so caring, so merciful, 
that the sun and the moon they all shine on both the wicked and the righteous so you know there are principles in this life when anybody engages principle no matter the religion they belong to no matter who they are they will see a dimension of abundance by the thing is this that abundance has virus it has no divine insurance it has no joy Oh, you see some people drive. He loved that car. I said, wow, how I wish I'm like this man. He's really enjoying life. Get to his secret room and realize that he's the saddest person. He looks at you and admires you. The fact that you can walk by the street and buy Kokoya Totoro, he envies you. Are you with me, people of God? Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody tells you, I like the anointing on that man of God's life. Do what he's doing. The abundance that God gives us is a complete package. It comes with peace of mind. It comes with protection. It, it comes, in fact, it's so serious that what comes from God to you, when anybody receives from you, what the increase in you affects them. You know what it means? It means if I call Anna after service and I give her 100 Ghana cities, I have not just given her 100 Ghana cities, I have given her the spirit behind what produced my hundred Ghana cities. And that spirit, that oil, that understanding mixed up with her money, she has to have increase. So when the one that is working in the Christ abundance gives, he does not just give a note, he has given an impact. Glory to God. Oh, the abundance that comes from God. The beneficiary is not controlled by the abundance, but the beneficiary controls the abundance. They don't go like, it's my money. They say, it's God's money, and I'm privileged to just take care of it. They see themselves as stewards. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. There's the way of God and the way of man. And in these 21 days, we want to seek the ways of God. I don't know about you, but... Uh, I think that and I cannot give. There's no money in my pocket. I should be asking questions. If the fall of man brought him into scarcity and if Jesus' obedience brought us into abundance, that abundance must not just be a knowledge. It must be my experience. Are you with me? It is with this annoyance that me, I'm fasting for 21 days. It's an error for a child of the king of kings to beg for bread. It's an error for the child of the king of kings to pray for supplies. They must follow him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things that the pagans cry after. They shall chase you. People of God, there is what to unlock to walk in that dimension. And that's what we are doing these 21 days. If you don't count 21 days, don't come and ask me for money by February. I hear. Hello? Come and come before God. Lord, is beauty for ashes. My abundance I'm taking care of by you. Open down my eyes that I may behold the secrets to this riches that you have opened for me. Are you with me, people of God? There's a truth about my abundance. I must lay hold on it. Lord, open me up to it. Paul says, 
I pray that the eyes of your understanding become a light that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of his inheritance in the saints? There's a riches available to me. But my eyes must be open. What you can see, you cannot take. What you can behold, you cannot hold. You only possess what you have had possession of knowledge about. Are you getting me? If the Christ, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob did not speak in tongues like you and I do speak in tongues. Never had the Bible to read and read examples. But they walk in so much abundance. I said on Thursday, when Abraham finished, Abraham's finishing was a foundation for Isaac. All of them wished for this season. Where you and I become the temples of the Holy Ghost. In their days, God didn't dwell in them. In our days, Paul says by the Spirit of God, don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? Ha, ah, people of God. Oh, people of God. I don't want to get to heaven and be judged that I wasted God's resources. I will walk in abundance. Say, I will walk in abundance. There are many lives out there that need an impact from you and I. You can't go to the rural area and go and tell them, receive Jesus, receive Jesus. And they are hungry. The government can do everything. When we read in Isaiah, it said they shall build the rain walls. You sitting here, you sitting there, you sitting here, you are the one to pick one village and turn it to a city. That's the whole idea. The thief cometh not, but to steal, to kill and destroy. But I have come that you will have life, not just make it your own, but you become a channel of flow. So the abundance we are talking about is not for us to feel good. It's for us to do the Lord's bidding. When you don't know why, you can turn what God provides for you as an idol and insult God on top. That's what the people of Israel did. When they left Egypt, they left so much wealth. They didn't know why. So by the time, you know, when I read that story recently, I laughed because when Moses was on the mountain, with God for 40 days and 40 nights. Before he left, God told him, ah, go and see your people. Oh. They have built an idol. And I want, to, I want to kill them. Then Moses told God, Lord, have patience. Don't kill them. If you kill them, they will say that you're a wicked God. That you brought them here to come and kill them. But when he got down and saw them, he was angry. That shows that it's very easy to preach. There are many preachers who are different from their, their preaching is different from their lives. He preached God. He preached to God. Patience. God repented. No, read the Bible. He told God, Lord, have patience. Don't do that. If you do that, you think you're wicked. God said, okay, I won't do it again. I repent. God rep- he, he made sure God repented before he got down. When he got down and saw it, he broke what God took, took, took pains to write. In 40, he broke it in one minute because he was angry. To preach is very easy. That's why Jesus Christ did not come preaching. He did before he preached I with people of God. These 21 days, we are fasting. We are praying. What are we doing? We want to encounter the truth about our abundance so that we can begin to walk in that realm of liberty that comes abundance. You will not come to church and say, let us raise money for something, then you are sitting down quietly. No! It's an error. You understand me? You go to any meeting that the, the, the saints are, then they raise money. Don't sit down. Get up. They mentioned 10,000. Get out and say, man, I don't have 10,000. 
I want to drop it. You don't sit there. Then you sit down. We go for meetings and we are raising money in the church. It's like the service as the Holy Ghost come. We are now in a different service. When we are done, he will come back and continue the service. Say no more. No. Say in this year. Abundance. I wonder they say heritage, but it's not heritage. Abundance is my second name. Say it down. You will walk in abundance. In these 21 days, the Lord will teach you his ways. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, people of God, you will move away from scarcity into abundance. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And in this 21 day, as we pray, the Lord will open our eyes. Some of you, God will tell you, change your offering. You have been giving five cities for the past seven years. Seven years. Even government, they try to revise uh, daily wage. And you are wondering why. You have never, you have never, for the past two years, given a gift to a single person in your church. Never. Never. The last time you sold to your pastors, you now you know what you gave was not right. The last time you gave to your parents, oh, only God knows when. You can't be content with life like that. How will you feel? Like a story I heard some time ago of a man who was traveling. He worked so hard, got all the money to pay for the fare. And he knew he didn't have enough money, so he paid for the fare, bought Gary, got some water, bought coconut, some sugar. It was going to be by ship, so he got his stuff. And when it was a day for him to go, he bid farewell to his family, has his Gary by his side, the sugar, and went into the ship. Anytime it was time for them to eat, breakfast, lunch, he would just stay in his place take his cup, put his gari, add sugar to it. He didn't even buy milk. Put water, stir it, eat his thing. In the afternoon, like that. Ah, so, after a while, I think it was some few days to the end of the trip. So, someone that was close to his place, said, ah, brother, I don't see you at the, at the restaurant. Why? So, I was able to pay for the fare, but I could not uh, pay for the food. So actually, when I came, I made provision. I got my gari, and so that's what I've been eating. So he said, can I see your ticket? She said, ah, brother, but the ticket, it takes care of your food. The guy said, what are you telling me? He said, um, what are you saying? He said, the ticket, eh, it takes your breakfast, your lunch, even when you want specials, when they do it for you. I don't know where the guy is. I think he might be in 37 by now. Rise to your feet. <laughs> People of God, I don't want to be like that man. You understand what I'm say? When Jesus Christ redeemed you and I from sin, he took care of your wealth as well. He took care of your abundance. I pray with you and for you. Lift up your right hand to heaven. I pray and prophesy into your life that in these 21 days, your eyes will be open in the name of Jesus Christ. You will walk in abundance. You walk in abundance. You walk in abundance. I said you walk in abundance. Ah, the chain of poverty. It is broken forever. In the name of the Lord Jesus. 
you want to pray for grace lord grace to fast grace to be here for prayers grace to do whatever i am told to do in these 21 days lift your voice and talk to god his beauty for ashes his beauty for ashes he became poor that i will be rich this is not a lie it's a reality and i must walk in it lord we receive grace we receive grace we receive grace this morning lord grace to do whatever we are told to do whatever we are instructed by your servant to do lord we shall be available we understand that we're not created for ourselves we were made for you and your ways is important for us to walk in it lord lord i receive grace come on pray for grace pray for grace in this 21 days there shall be release of business ideas there shall be release of creativity yes everybody is doing what you're doing but in these 21 days the lord will show you a different way to do it that yours will go beyond what others are doing in la bababa for them that wait upon the lord they shall renew their strength people of god if you are walking before now you will run if you are running before now you will fly i tell you grace shall be released in this 21 days you don't want to miss it you don't want to miss it you don't want to miss it lift your voice and pray lord i receive grace for this Only Mikishikata, Mokosaka Takatona, Ikotakati Ketekete, Regusa Katakata, Lakata, Bonjifa Fatike Suna, Elaye, Ashukle Fatofrete, Vrete, Vrete. In this 21 days, there shall be an unusual oil upon my life, an oil upon my life, even if I am selling charcoal. Hey, it shall greatly increase. Oh. Come on, saint of God, talk to your father. Open up. You are in ministry. You are telling yourself in these 21 days. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. A grace shall be upon upon me. My ministry will change. It will change. It will change. It will change. Oh, I see God raise billionaires in this church. I see God raise billionaires in this church. I see God raise men and women that shall advance the cause of the kingdom on the wheels of prosperity on the wheels of prosperity we will advance the kingdom i don't care the family background you're coming from but i tell you the truth in this 21 days the lord will break every cycle in your family you are the beginning of a new story for your family you are the beginning of a new story for your family. You are the beginning. Oh, Jesus. Now listen to me. Do you know why every now and then when something new that makes money comes to the system, people rush for it? Everybody rush for it. People don't like poverty. So when men's gold came, 
All the men went there. It was lucrative. Why? Because people saw instant ways of breaking off need. Nobody likes. One day somebody said, I want to hear the rich man who is in Christ praying. It's like God is taking a stroll with him. You know, so you hear the rich man praying, Father, uh, good morning. How are you today? Okay. I thank you. Yesterday we were able to do the business in Dubai. We finished it by your grace. And my wife just uh, bought that shape I was talking to you about two days ago. Yes. And then my son too just finished uh, his doctorate and he actually got a job uh, with a big company. So I thank you. I thank you so much. So I present today to your holy hands. Lord, um, let the way be made plain before me. Umpewe. I will not walk in scarcity. Jesus won't come and rapture Isaiah as a poor man. You rapture Isaiah as a man of wealth. And I'll continue it in eternity. The ages to come is not for scarcity. Jesus Christ will not come and rapture a church that is full of wrinkles. That's why he has given apostles, prophets, and teachers. What would they do? They are training us and fine-tuning us. That when he shall appear, uh, which of you, brethren, the brothers who have not married, that you are come to marry, and, and then your, your bride was not well prepared, no, no, they didn't work on her nails, no hairstyle. She just came as she woke up from the bed. And you're like, wow, I'm so excited the way you are coming. And I'm going to marry you like this. The church is Jesus' bride. And Jesus has trained and raised makeup artists, those who do pedicure, manicure, and all the cure, and those who, you know, they, they, they design the garments. These are pastors, prophets, apostles. They are preparing Jesus' bride. So when Christ shall come, you see, the rapture is like when we have a wedding here, and then you see that the, the, the father of the bride is bringing the bride is when he gets here and then uh, the, the the groom goes and meets and then take that is rapture that is rapture do you understand that is what that's rapture but in our own case the father by the holy spirit is bringing the church through the aisle and then he gives the church to jesus and then jesus and his bride comes to the altar and then the father does the blessing but interestingly, there's no best man, but there's a ring. The ring is the same person that walked you down the aisle. He's called the Holy Spirit. He's a ring. We have a promised ring, but we shall be given a wedding ring. People of God, God has not come to rapture a church that is poor. I refuse to be paid poor. Lift up your right one more time again. I know some of you are saying, Oh, Pastor, may your body receive strength to move. I pray with you and for you. Grace is available for 21 day fast. 
Grace available for prayers. Grace is available for coming to church. You have grace to read the word of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. And much more, I pray with you and for you. In these 21 days, your eyes will open. Your understanding will be enlightened. You will receive truth and revelation. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And by 31st of January, all of us shall give the Lord a shout and praise. Because something new has begun in our lives. Father, we thank you. We adore you. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah.